Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Working Experience. This episode is brought to you by my company, One Circle Media. One Circle Media is a full-service media agency servicing networks, studios, brands, and Fortune 500 clients. One Circle creates content that builds networks and audiences across multiple platforms. Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com or DM me on Instagram at John Brancaccio. And that's J-O-H-N-B-R-A-N-C-A-C-C-I-O. I'd love to hear from you. One Circle not only creates media across multiple platforms such as TV, digital video, social media, websites, and apps for clients, but we also create original content for consumers. One of our latest projects is Still Believe. Still Believe is an app that transforms pictures into video of children's favorite magical characters in their home. With the app, parents can catch the magic of the tooth fairy leaving money under their children's pillow or Santa delivering presents on Christmas Eve in their home. You download the app, take a picture, and we create the magic. We utilize feature film virtual effects artists to transform your picture into your Still Believe video to amaze your children. You can tell your kids that you have a special app that can detect and capture the Tooth Fairy and Santa and then present them with the video proof in the morning. The look on their faces is priceless. Your Still Believe video is created in minutes and you can then save it to your phone and share on social media. The app is free to download and also has in-app purchases. So for $3, you can catch the Tooth Fairy in your home. The Still Believe app is available for the iPhone on the App Store and Android on Google Play. Our aim is to bring joy and wonder into the hearts of children around the world. Check it out at stillbelieve.co. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? Man, HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. Just stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was wow. living his toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Hey, everybody, this is Maddie Kay. And John... Uh, it is Saturday, nine seventeen. I forgot to do the weather. On Jesus, the last one we forgot to do the weather. Forgot Christ. to do the weather. Nobody knows what to wear. Nobody knows how to dress. So it's uh, o- only if you're in New York or Boston. Anywhere else in the world, you're screwed. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, rather balmy, I must say. It's probably around sixty degrees. I went out this morning. It was kind of nice. So uh, it's been freezing here, but um, well, it's it was very very warm yesterday. Yeah, in New York, it was like in the in the low sixties. Now it's like it's like in the high forties. It's gotten a little bit colder, but still very unseasonably warm. Yeah, 
Um, so we're going to start with the fascinating uh, Chloe Kardashian. Uh, more fascinating than, uh, well, made more fascinating by the whole Bruce Jenner transgender connection that whole thing <laughs> i it took me a while to figure out that the bruce jenner who was transitioning into what is his name kylie caitlin caitlin, caitlin that that was the bruce jenner of my youth who was on the wheaties box <laughs> i didn't know of, so my, of my youth <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like oh okay well fair enough uh but chloe kardashian well, there's obviously Kim Kardashian, right? She's Kanye West's wife. Yes. So this was, I mean, it was the, the, the Kardashian empire was all started by the mother. Uh, what's her, what's her first name? Well, the father was the big lawyer. Yeah, he was right. He was the one in the OJ case. And, but she was the one who orchestrated like the, the family brand, you know, that really like, you know, before Kim Kardashian was like Paris Hilton, and she was kind of like for Paris Hilton. I, I that's right, I right. Her. She was like the socialite that did nothing and had reality t- TV shows, and then the Kardashians came in and filled that that void. It was a void in my life. Yeah, that right I, that was I'm, a tough I'm transition. That was a tough. It, transition. it was a tough one. It was a tough. <laughs> that was a dark period of my life. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm chewing on an apple. I just realized that's probably not a great idea. No, it's fine. It, it, adds, it adds that certain texture to the podcast. Let me finish swallowing this, and I, I won't do that again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'll go right in the review. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, Dro- Dropping the F-bomb and eating food. Eating. Um, so, yeah, the father... I, I only really knew about the father because I watched the O.J. Simpson movie, which was very good. And David Schwimmer played Kardashian. And I, I did not get the impression he was involved. Was he involved in the defense team? I know he's a friend of O.J. Simpson's, but I didn't know if he was, like, officially involved with his legal team. Yeah, um, I believe I believe he was. I was believe he? he was one, one of the defense lawyers. All right. And he had Bob Shapiro... Yeah, you know, the car salesman Cochran. Uh, yeah, that was, but that was a very interesting movie. The whole dynamic between the lawyers and all that. But anyway, uh, so out of that spawned the Kardashian brand, which, as you say, the mother was kind of instrumental in in promoting. Yeah, and, and and creating that. I mean, you know, I think it really started with um, Kim Kardashian's sex tape with. That it was a football player, I think. Hard. Yeah, she kind of she kind of came into prominence with the sex tape, um, and then the yes, and her rear end, and then the Kardashian keeping up with the Kardashians came on with ETV, and now she's a massive. I mean, her whole entire family is just this massive social media, um, kind of. Like uh, it's kind of like this this empire, this brand of the Kardashians, and all the different, um, you know, the children, uh, Kyle and I don't I don't even know them. I have to actually look them look up their names. <laughs> I know I don't I know Kim and Chloe, right? 
Kim, Chloe, I, I couldn't name another one. I didn't know there were other ones. It's just, isn't there like a young sister or something? Yeah, so, all right, so there's Kim, and then there's Kylie with a sister Kylie. who's married to the that rapper, right? <laughs> well, and so is Kim married to the rapper. Yes, and then there's Kanye Chloe, West. and, and there's, there's some other, then there's the other one who's... Um, She's like, uh, she's like, a, she was in the Victoria's Secrets. I don't know, whatever. Um, but the art, so this comes down to this article I sent, um, Matt, for to, to discuss on the working experience is Chloe Kardashian is, I can't even say this without laughing, is reading affirmations in the mirror with her how old is the child eight months old five months eight months yeah five months yeah um and she thinks that this is a great idea for her eight-year-old's self-esteem so eight, eight month old i'm sorry eight month eight yeah. month <laughs> right eight month year old which to me is just the the pinnacle of absurdity is is just unbelievable that you you would do such a thing to an eight month it, it, it's not it's not even like they can they can barely they're they're completely they, she, the, their child what's the child's name is it like hope or something true thompson true okay so it's true, true. I don't know where the Thompson comes from but true Thompson is is she's married to a basketball player <laughs> it's like <laughs> these people are just like it's just I, it, I don't know like I don't know why someone I just the fact that you have to do that just speaks volumes like about you you know like you just sort of teach your kids naturally to have confidence you know you throw a ball with them you teach them to ride a bike like and, and she right the kids well, I think eight they, months I think old they live I think they live in this bubble, you know, where they think that, you know, they're also they're, you know, they're living in, in LA, you know, they're, they're under a constant spotlight, you know, to, and they're all, you know, their enti their entire existence is about, you know, outward beauty, you know, and yeah. like, that's how they're judged and they're judged on a, you know, day in and day out, like her, like prior to being true, being born, there were rumors, rumors that her husband, actually it was not rumors. There was videotape of him hooking up with women in clubs <gasps> and Chloe oh. Kardashian was about to give birth. Oh God. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's stuff like, you know, I, I honestly, I, f I feel, you know, I feel bad. I feel bad for her, you know, there's babies on the way and her husband's out and clubbed banging club uh like uh club horse i mean it's just i don't the, i don't the, feel bad i mean for me to try to muster any sympathy for <laughs> these people is it's a little hard i'll have to say well but their their existence must be fraught with anxiety like they're just oh, yeah I, to... I think and and i think that i, I think you you're you're exactly right i think people glamorize their life even with the mansions and the 
the cars and the hundreds of millions of dollars. I think they are riddled with anxiety, whether they're going to lose this fame, what they have to do next. Well, they're you know, going they're not... to lose their fame. I mean, that's oh, going it's, to it's, happen. There is yeah. nothing that Americans love more than to worship and then denigrate Despise. a star. Yeah. I mean, I just literally rip them limb from limb. <laughs> yeah. And then the star always thinks that, that that's not going to happen to me. But it's like 95% that you see it. And some, some like will have like a resurgence and then they'll trash him again. Like look at Bieber. Justin Bieber, like... Yeah, but he actually... And I, I don't like him, but he does something. Like, he has a definable... I guess I'll call it a talent. He can sing, he does music. Like, I think these people's anxiety stems from the fact that they don't do anything. They don't yeah, do no, anything. Yeah, no, it's just... It's, they, I mean, they have a reality TV show. Yeah, but they, um, that's not a talent. I mean, they don't No, do I mean, they, they've, you know, they've... Um, like Kylie Jenner has, uh, it's like a makeup line. Uh, yeah, I know, Kim. but seriously, like they don't, they don't do any of that. They don't do anything. I mean, they're not making makeup. They're not like in the lab design. They're just slapping their name on it. Like they don't, like you know, Justin Bieber produces music. Like he produces something that people really enjoy, and that may fade. That's true, but that happens with every artist, you know. And if he's sort of true to you know, if he's a real musician, then he'll be doing it when he's 40 and 50 and he'll be satisfied with that. But these people do nothing. I mean, there's nothing defined, like Paris Hilton. She does nothing. She did absolutely, and I think that has to be very existentially hard to deal with. Like, I don't produce anything all day long. Just likes on social media. That's it. Well, that I mean, that's essentially their their job and their existence. Kim Kardashian is the sixth most most viewed user on Instagram. I'm sure she is. 122 million followers. But she doesn't do anything. Well, what Sweet does she do? Jesus. She takes pictures of herself in video. I mean, that's it. And that, that's got to be tough to deal with. Like, I don't do, you know, sitting there thinking, I do nothing. I produce nothing. And there's actually a, a documentary on Netflix now, which I've been meaning to watch, called Memes or something like that. Yes, yeah, and it's I all have about that, that. I have that in my, I have that in my list. I think Paris Hilton's in that, right? Yeah, I, which yeah. I think, from what I read, Paris Hilton might be somewhat more self-aware than I certainly have given her credit for. But I remember distinctly years ago, uh, I used to grab the Daily News on the way to work, and and or I'd grab it before I got on the train coming home. And I was reading about how she was denied entrance into some club in the Hamptons. And she got really mad about it. She got into the, you know, in the bouncer's face. She wasn't on the list. And I thought, there's the tipping point. Like, that's it. Like, she is now on the downward slope. And Well, she's, I mean, she is, she is self-aware, but she's still grasping. I know. at, At the straws of fame. You know, and it's and it's fleeting. Like she, her, Kim Kardashian used to be her assistant. Like you can look at like old clips on YouTube where you see Paris Hilton basically crapping all over Kim Kardashian. 
and Kim Kardashian has now stepped literally, almost now, literally, right into her shoes. Like, or in and stepped over her and stepped on her face and then stamped on. Yeah, her. you know, yeah. it, it, it's um, and you know, it's too is the very interesting from like a society standpoint is that this there's there's value in this like people um girls you know from like you know 10 to like 25 or 30 actually admire the kardashians and buy their cosmetics and follow their every move of like this is a very you know sought after existence which is to me is just an absolute absurdity well there's nothing i mean you can like the fact that she has to read affirmations and the fact that like, you know, I don't, it's again, like, it's just, there's nothing to it. Like there's nothing there. It's just building your house on the proverbial sand. Like, and I, again, I think that's very anxiety inducing. Like they have no control. They don't create anything. So you can create a movie, write a book, a song, whatever. And you can be very satisfied with that and think, wow, I love this, you know. Now, whether people buy it or not, whether it's popular or not, you know, it's out of your control. For these people, they have no control. It's all about likes. And they can't control if people like it or they don't. And at some point, uh, what's her name? Kim Kardashian, her numbers are going to start to go down. She has no control over that because she doesn't make anything. And there's nothing for her to be satisfied with. Like, she can't look at something she's created and think, geez, I think that's amazing. I love that. And and be satisfied with that. And I think that is very anxiety-inducing. You know, that... No, that's, I, it's, 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 it's a good point. It really is a good she point. She has no control. Like, there's no... Like, you know, again, I've referenced the short film I've made. We're almost done with it. I would love for it to be wildly popular. I would love for people to see it and somebody to say, wow, I want to give this guy money to develop this. But that may not happen. You know, I mean, there's a good chance that's not going to happen and I have no control over that. And it may not get into any festivals or, you know, that's just a fact of life. But I like it. I mean, I think it's good and I think we did a good job on it. And if this one doesn't go, I'll try another one. But to have... To be solely dependent on what people think of it, well, I have no control over that. So with these people, and you were going to talk about advertising, like that's all this is, is advertising day in, day out. Well, it's it's the marketing of the family. It's the marketing of their, of their existence, essentially. And, you know, everything, it, it, it's, to me, it's just, it's a horrific existence to, you know, you, you're literally... To the the to think that your you know dirty laundry is going to garnish X amount of likes, right? So your husband's cheating scandal, or your sex tape, or your you know fill in the blank, is going to drive people to want to follow you, and you know that's you know to to say that that would develop such a um, a hollow sense of insecurity is an, a complete understatement. Do you think that was a calculated move? I, I think I've heard that about her, or maybe it was Paris Hilton. Like that was a calculated move to get fame. Oh I, yeah, I think it was a calculated move. 
I mean, I, and I think it was, you know, af- and then after that, you know, Chris Jenner. So that's, that's the mom, right? If you, I'm, I'm actually now on a web page, so I can actually use the, the correct, the correct right. names. This is, John's got this page bookmarked. And he's on it, <laughs> what, about four hours a day and, and telling, Gene, Gene, come in here, yeah. look at this. <laughs> they're, they're every move I, yeah. I'm on. Yeah. Um, she's completely orchestrated the the family's rise to fame and fortune. I mean, it's, and it, it you know, it's their, it, it like, I'm just, it, this is, I'm on glamourmagazine.co.uk and I'm just oh, scrolling through like Caitlyn Jenner, formerly known as Bruce Jenner, Jesus yeah. Christ, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> and then um, uh, Kanye and, you know, then Courtney Kardashian. She's the one that was married to that idiot, Scott Disnick, Scott, uh, and then there's Khloe Kardashian, the one who does the affirmations in the mirror. She was married to Lamar Odom. Do you remember Lamar Odom? Wasn't he going to rehab and all that? Yeah, he was yeah. actually. A, he was. A, I did a piece on him on ESPN. He was a phenomenal basketball player. He's like all these, all these. Um, didn't he overdose in a brothel outside yes. Las Vegas? Yes, he did. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got a, he's got a major drug drug problem. Yeah, I think it's like all these men who get pulled into this Kardashian family just just get churned out. It's like a meat grinder. And they, you wonder if this out. is all orchestrated? Like if this is all like yeah, they do their I research? Can't. Yeah, and I they can't. find these dysfunctional guys, and you know, people eat it up. Courtney yeah, Kardashian. It, yeah, if that know. was if that was the case, that would be even you know sicker, almost diabolical. To if I, they I, actually, I totally if the mom it. was like, "Hey, um, Lamar Odom, um, he he's the one that you should marry next because you know in a couple years he's definitely gonna he's gonna end up in a brothel and overdose with prostitutes." Like, well, and I, then she was able to get a lot of attention by like, oh, she's going to take him back. Oh, she's supporting him. Oh, the, I mean, it, it does feel very orchestrated, but I don't know that, but it, it feels that way. I mean, certainly with these people, you could believe. I mean, you know. I don't, I don't know if it would be, if it's orchestrated or it's just heavily documented and then, um, a good know, opportunity. Spi- <laughs> yeah. Spite, you know, spiced up. Like yeah, for yeah. like what you and I would never share with the public, this family has no, there's, there's no limits. There's no, no boundaries. No. They'll, well, they'll literally the share. I mean, that, yeah. that is the product is all they're embarrassing. Cause unfortunately it doesn't say a lot about our society that people love to watch that. They love to watch people mel- melting down and just, having you know i mean if you go on youtube you find video after video of like terrible celebrity interviews celebrity meltdowns why don't we ever hear from this person anymore the terrible things that happen to this celebrity like it's and they get a lot of hits people love and i've watched them too i mean i've been like yeah where is that guy whatever happened to that guy and you know yeah and you know and it's also too it's like you know with the kardashians is like this you know their their beauty is going to fade you not know, Caitlyn Jenner, it, though. No, no that beauty's she's, she's, not gonna uh, fade. 
I mean, if I if I find Caitlyn Jenner not unappealing, where does that leave me? I'm in sort of a twilight here. I don't know. And you're um, you're transphobic if you don't find. No, no. I I mean, I do find her appealing is what I'm saying. So. Oh, I see. I see. I'm trans. What do they call that? (laughs) It's the opposite. It's a very. We didn't have these conversations 20 years ago. <laughs> I don't know where this all leaves me. I'm very, very confused. You know, I'm very. You're, 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 uh, you're in a dark room feeling around yeah. for a switch. Oh, uh, speaking of that, since we're we're speaking of uh, Caitlyn Jenner, this was great because th- this is somebody in my field. Uh, there was an assistant principal in West Virginia. Now, I don't mean to be stereotypical, but it doesn't shock me that this was in West Virginia challenged a student who was in the boys' bathroom. Apparently the student maybe is is listed as female and was in the boys' bathroom because uh, he is transgender. And this very much offended the assistant principal. So he demanded that the student use the urinal in front of him to prove that (laughs) he should be in there. And it's like, are you dealing with a few issues yourself there, guy? <laughs> like, Jesus. why? And, I mean, I look at this from my perspective. I don't, I've had students in the past who were, you know, had a, a female name identify as male and asked me to call them by a male name, Alan. And I, I said, fine. I don't, you know, it, it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter to me. Like, it, it does matter if this makes the student feel more comfortable fine. Like, you know, that's them. Why, why it, it would never occur to me to follow a student into a bathroom unless I thought something, you know, obviously inappropriate was going on, but like, yeah, that's, that's, that's crossing a boundary. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, what is your deal, man? Like you, you really want to watch this person use a urinal? Is that really, really? Because Again, I think you got something else going on <laughs> if that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah you know? there, there's there, there's another hidden agenda there. But there was another guy, uh, I don't know where this was. It was a French teacher, maybe in Pennsylvania. He refused to use the pronoun that the student wanted him to use. I guess either male or female. I don't know what it was. And so I don't know if he was fired for that, but you know, it, it came up. And, you know, I don't know... You know, all, <clears throat> all these stories get pushed quite a bit. And sometimes I, I kind of wonder, like, all right, what are actually the details of this? Or, you know, may, maybe the French teacher just got it wrong and, and wasn't refusing. I don't really know. But um, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of the like the, the the pronouns, you know, there was just a story in Canada where it's like you can get like thrown in jail if you don't use the right pronoun. And there's like over 100 pronouns. It just gets. It just gets so confusing. My thing is, look, if you're a a man and you're identifying yourself as a woman and your name is um, Mike and you want me to call you Patricia, I'm going to call you Patricia. Yeah, I, fine. I don't, I don't care. Like, whatever. I don't want to offend you. I don't want to – whatever you want me to call you, just tell me. I'll call you that. Like, there's, <laughs> right. there's, no, there's no issue with that. But, like – when when we take it to the next step and they're you know they're identified as z zer they them and then 
you can dis your your gender is so fluid that every morning you wake up you can decide to be male or female right that is so inherently for a teacher or you know you're working with someone how do you how do i know if you're going to be you know mike or patricia today i have no idea <laughs> you you have like and then if i say Patricia, which you told me on Tuesday to call you Patricia, but now you're Mike, then I've offended you. Like I've, yeah. I've, offend, but how do I know? How do I know? Wow. Like what, you know, or it's, do I call you Z, they, them, Zer? Like it, it's gotten to the point where there, there, it, it's, it, it's gotten a little bit absurd. Like I'm not, I'm not transphobic. I'm not, I, LG, look, whatever you want to do, I have got zero issues with. But we're in society when we're communicating, we need to have some sort of like simple, stupid way to, you know, get through this social interaction. It's probably because you're not as sensitive. See, I would know, but I'm more sensitive than you are. I would know the vibe. I would be able to pick up on it. Um, you would be able to pick up. Yeah. Minute by minute, if minute they're by minute. Minute by if they're minute. transitioning between Mike and Patricia, that's that's just who I am as a person. You're you're the you're on the pulse of the it's called empathy, it, John. It's called it's empathy. empathy. Is what it what is? is the, so what's the term now? It's LGBT. There's there's so many letters now in it. Do you know what the one is? <laughs> is Do you know what I'm Q? talking about? There's a is Q. There, is there a Q in there? Might be a Q. Hey, it know, used whatever. to be LGBT, right? Yes, I think Q was sometimes, sometimes not. But there's uh, another one now. Okay, it's LGBTQ, and there's another one. Trans. Well, there's lesbian, gay, bi, trans is okay. LGBT. Yeah. Q is queer. Is it queer? Yeah. yeah. And then, LGBTQ, right. And then there was another one <laughs> for like a fluidity one. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so, you know what? Let's just, let's, so we started out with the Kardashians and then we, we took a detour with uh, transgender. But let's well, just, we we let's just go on. advertising a little bit. I wanted to briefly talk about advertising. So, you know, we're, we're three days before Christmas and it just... Like, so for what I do as a, as a job, right, as an owner of a business is I'm, you know, I'm in the business to get people's attention. So it's not strictly advertising. It's not strictly marketing. I, bas I basically create content, but that content serves another purpose to get you to buy something, right? So it's the TV model. It's the social media model. Um, it's, it's essentially, I am, this is funny saying this, I'm like a Kardashian, but I'm not a Kardashian, right? So I'm creating content that engages with you to sell you something or make you do something like watch a TV show or, or whatever, or buy a product. Um, and this is, this could be branded content. I do this for, um, corporations, I do this for networks, I do this for studios, and then I do it for products that I sell. Um, and it's, you know, in society right now, it's all about gaining your attention. Like, 
how do we gain your attention and ideally doing it in in an organic way so not like not having you know just a celebrity you know promote a product but to actually have friends and family post about a product that they love in their timeline organically and that's how you discover it that's like the the golden uh, that's like the top of the top, right? That's exactly what you want want to do. And, you know, I was thinking is like, especially during this time of the year, is like how many advertisements that are thrown at people on a daily basis and, you know, how we like deal and decipher this stuff. And it's all about, you know, being a good consumer. Like as, as long as you're spending money and racking up, you know, debt on your credit cards, then you're, you know, you, you fit nicely into society. You're, you're a, you're a good consumer. And then it got me to thinking is like, I actually would look at like advertisements, like normally that I would ignore in my news feeds. And there's gotta be a better way to do it because for instance, right? Budweiser. Okay. No matter Budweiser, McDonald's, Wendy's, whatever, no matter how good their creative is, no matter how engaging their content is, I will never, ever buy those products uh, for uh, numerous reasons. I think Budweiser is disgusting. Now, now Budweiser is not going to sponsor our podcast, which sucks. Nice but, going. Yeah, great. Um, I same thing with McDonald's. Th same thing with Wendy's. I don't care what the creative is. So if that message comes to me, it's literally falling on deaf ears, and in fact, kind of pissing me off that I'm I have to now interact with this brand that I could not care less about. Yeah. So. And, and that happens, and I'm sure that happens with people like maybe there's, um, you know, a 32-year-old a, a woman in Wisconsin that loves Budweiser, but she's getting marketed by, uh, you know, Schmitz or Blue Pot, you know, Pot, I can't even name another beer, Coors Light, right? But she's, she's solely on Budweiser and she can't stand the other advertisements. So it's basically like, and, and there's ways on social media where you can specifically target people so that this doesn't happen. And, it, and it's better than the old model of commercials that would just kind of broadcast out to everyone. But it's a very, um, and I am, you know, a certain part, I'm part of the problem, right? Because companies pay me to create this stuff to market to you, to you. Um, anyway, it's just a, it's a very interesting thing to, um, and I don't know whether this is going to be solved through like AI or blockchain or whatever, but I don't know. I just wanted to throw it out there on the podcast. Well, advertising has been around, you know, I mean, since before television, I mean, before there was radio, you know, billboards. I mean, there's always been, you know, people going to towns and selling things, you know, a lot of like charlatans and, uh, I forget where the term snake oil salesman comes from, but, you know, cure-all tonics and uh, it, it just keeps morphing. I mean, that's that's how you sell stuff. I mean, that's how you how you make money. And it's uh, where my class is reading Into the Wild right now. And, you know, that that guy, Chris McCandless, you know, he burns his money and gave away $24,000 to Oxfam and 
you know, went off into Alaska. Unfortunately, he died. But uh, didn't he get killed by a bear? No, he ate these poisoned uh, seeds um, oh, that oh. actually caused him to starve to death. Uh, but he was very, you know, that that's obviously very radical to do something like that. And there were a lot of family problems too, which came out later uh, when his sister wrote a book about it. Um, so, you know, his, I, I'm not questioning his motives, but it, it wasn't all, <clears throat> you know, the original book came out and a lot of people have visited the bus where he died up in Alaska right? and right. Uh, all that. And you know, the sister was kind of like, well, and I guess you could call it advertising. She said there was a lot, she asked John Krakauer, the author, not to write about the family situation. And then 20 years later, she did write about it. And, uh, so, you know, it was sort of like, this isn't quite as advertised, you know, his, his journey and whatnot. And that's a very, most people are not going to give away $24,000 to Oxfam. And, um, you know, I don't know, everybody has to make their own individual choices about, it, it is kind of annoying. I mean, just last night I was looking up Airbnbs in Japan. I thought, I don't know, I was kind of thinking, boy, it'd be neat to spend two weeks and in Tokyo or Kyoto or something like that. And I, you know, just kind of idly, I've never done Airbnb before. And the, this morning when I was looking on Facebook, there's advertisements for traveling to Japan. And I oh, think yeah. that's, you, there are, <laughs> there are tracking cookies that follow you around. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, people complain about it and want to do something about it. And it's just, you know, it's a fact of life. I don't, I mean, you just have to ignore it if you don't want to be a part of it. And, uh, no, and, and that's what you, that's what you have to do. And there, there shouldn't be like, you know, what, you know, what the solution is. I, you know, I don't know. Cause there's, I, there, there shouldn't be censorship, right? There shouldn't be, you know, the, in essence, like you, you, there, it's, it's, it's about like free speech, right? And to, up until the point where, like, I don't know about you, but I have now gotten, so many robocalls to my cell phone oh, God, on any no. given day. I have like 10, 10 of these idiots trying to call me to sell me some absolute ridiculousness. And they're calling my cell phone, which is illegal. They shouldn't be able to call my cell phone. And, you know, sometimes they're calling from like India, China. I don't know how they got my phone. I When I block a number, they call from another number. It's just like this, this rabbit hole. So now I don't yeah. answer my phone. Yeah. No, I know. I never answer the phone. I mean, unless I know who it is. If a number just pops up, I never answer it. Because sometimes I want to listen to what, you know, the person has to say to me and then think about it and then give a response. But you're right. Most of the time it's, I keep getting a phone call from somebody speaking in Chinese. So do I. I get that same one. The message is in Chinese. And I'm like, yeah. well, this is kind of a wasted call on your part because <laughs> I don't speak Chinese. So even if I wanted what you were selling me, I don't know what it is. But yeah, I don't, you know, it's sort of like um, I, I was buying things on Amazon. I mean, nothing like terribly expensive, like CDs, which you really can't get anymore. And uh, I buy some school supplies there. But you know, I haven't bought anything in the last few months because I was like, you know, I, I'm kind of doing this and it's, you know, not like I wasn't going into debt or anything, but I was like, do I really need that? Like, no, I really don't, don't need that. So forget it. You know, I don't, uh, 
And so I don't go on there, really, right. unless I want something specific. If I'm looking for something and I think, okay, I can't really find this in a store, or it's just easier. Um, but I was just listening to something about how uh, the you know all these companies are advertising free shipping, free shipping. They're all trying to outdo each other, like Amazon and all that. And it's created so much traffic with all this shipping. I mean, it's created a lot of jobs, but there are signs around my neighborhood that say stop Amazon shipping or stop Amazon traffic. Like people post them in their front yard because they're so tired really? of the UPS truck. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I haven't really noticed it's a problem, but I do notice more delivery people around. I do notice like the, the post office is delivering on Sundays now, not mail, but packages. Right. And this, this woman who was talking about it said it's, it's, like wrecking the roads, like they're not used to all these trucks and all this congestion. And those are things I never really thought about. And, you know, at one time, Amazon was going to have drones landing on people's lawns with their packages. And that hasn't happened around me. But on the one hand, it's convenient. On the other hand, it's like, do I really want this? Like, do I want a drone? Like, it's just, you know, it starts to get weird. And you're like, but you're right. It just drives everything, like advertising and people buying things, and kind of the that creates jobs. And you know, it's like I don't know where you. I mean, it's hard to become you know Thoreau and go off and live in a cabin. I mean, most people aren't going to do that. But right, right. As usual, there's a happy medium. I, I assume between buying all kinds of crap that you don't need and uh, not buying anything at all. But. Um, all right. All right. Well, well on, we, on that note. Oh, let's, oh, let's let me wrap. end with this though, yeah. because I just I was putting uh, DVDs into my Netflix queue because I still do the DVDs because some things are not available on streaming. And let me just tell the world, and this is my Christmas gift to you, that Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal are in a movie together. Oh, sweet Jesus! And it is called China Salesman. I mean, oh, could you imagine being on that set? I would have, I would have worked for free to, to be like just to, just a low level grip on that set just I free no problem you know I'll even bring my own lunch. That's that sounds like a beautiful. You uh, everyone should run out and get that before it's, it's sold get out it. on Amazon. Get it? <laughs> you gotta get it. And it, it's not it's not a jokey movie. Like it's it says. Based on a true story, China salesman takes us on a dangerous, epic adventure to Africa, where a Chinese salesman comes face-to-face with a corrupt competitor over a prized telecom deal. Local tribesman Kaba, Mike Tyson, and mercenary lauder, Steven Seagal, take up opposite sides in a brutal hand-to-hand fight, while the entire region threatens to explode in a dangerous civil war. I am, I'm going on Amazon right now to purchase that. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's my gift to you. Have a wonderful holiday. Yeah, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsor, the Still Believe app, which creates HD videos of your favorite holiday characters in your home. Simply take a picture on your phone, and they create the magic. We have Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Definitely check it out on stillbelieve.co. It's also available on the App Store and Google Play. Okay, thanks everyone.